Lucas Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. HGA is revolutionizing the industry by implementing software that will allow them to scan, analyze, and grade cards without subjectivity. This allows for consistent and unbiased grading. They have an easy submission process and best-in-class customer service. Their pricing model is simple. Pay by the day, not by the value of the card. And when they say 10 business days, they mean 10 business days. Your Cage is excited, guys. He just told me right before I clicked that record button that he's excited for this episode because this is an episode we don't always do. We don't do it typically, but uh, there comes a time in the season where we got to do an MLB breakdown. And here we are, halfway mark. We got the Home Run Derby tonight. You guys might be listening to this episode while watching the Home Run Derby. Then we have uh, MLB game tomorrow, all that fun stuff. And we kind of get into the part of the season cage where games start to matter. And that's exciting. And there's nobody that that knows baseball that I know better than cage. So without further ado, I want to welcome you guys back to another episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. Cage, I don't know if you saw this. Stephen A. Smith had some controversial things to say today about Shohei Otani. And I think Ooh. they were kind of stupid, but you'll tell me what you think. He said, as great as Shohei is, as Otani is, mm-hmm. it's not good for baseball to make him the poster child of the sport because he can't speak English well. Any take on that? Kind of stupid. Why is he picking out? Why is he picking out Otani? There's a lot of people who don't speak English that well in baseball. Why is he picking on him? No, that's kind of stupid. I, I mean, come on. Let, he speaks the language of talent. He speaks the language of home runs and strikeouts. It, I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, I. I guess I understand what he's saying, but you know, you know what makes um, you know what makes basketball great is it's a global sport, right? And you know what makes baseball not is it really doesn't have the global appeal that something like basketball does. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's silly. We've had people come in from Japan who had translators. I remember so many people, you know, Ichiro for a little while and they learned, um, you know, Hideki Matsui, um, you know, I remember he had an, uh, you know, a, an interpreter as well. Um, and I just think it's silly. I mean, that's, it's, it's an interesting headline and, um, I think that's dumb. Look, come on. You know, what's great about Otani is he's doing something that's never been done. I'll talk about Otani, by the way, in many different ways. It's a good jump off point because I do want to spend a couple, couple of minutes, not too much, talking about the home run derby, even though people are going to probably be listening to this as they watch it or maybe by the time you listen to this, it'll be over. Otani's favorite. You know, he's like the favorite to win the uh, derby. You remember how they do this, right? It's, uh, it's like a bracket. There's eight and it's like one versus eight. He could get knocked out in the first round. He has a horrible eight uh, uh, draw. I mean, you know, there are guys in this like Matt Olson and Trey Mancini. Juan Soto is the eighth seed, and he's paired up against Shohei Otani in the first round. Juan Soto is plus 800. So is like Sally Perez, Trevor Story with plus 900, Trey Mancini plus 1,200 odds. And they've matched up Soto and Otani right there in, in round one. So he might not even get out of, you know, the, the first round, right? Um you, if you're a betting betting person, there's a couple of cool stories here. Um, one of them being Trevor Story, um, who is playing. You know, it's Trevor Story is a Colorado guy, right? I mean, that's the course is the home field. Hometown players get extra juice, right? 
he always seemed to to see kind of like the hometown players putting on a show for uh you know for the crowd um he obviously knows how to hit there better than anybody else um Joey Gallo might be the 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 biggest hurdle he has that's right there you know in first round he's that's a two versus seven matchup um and Gallo is the second favorite behind Otani even ahead of Pete Alonso who we all know can mash um but it's pretty funny overall overall winner if I have to pick one I'm gonna go with Gallo um but he's plus 450 that Trevor story that's a good pay right because he's plus 900 and he's home Another long shot value, Trey Mancini. You want like a feel good story, right? From Baltimore. I mean, he missed last season with cancer. He said he wanted to do the event, yeah, to show people that there's life after a cancer diagnosis and after chemotherapy. I mean, how do you not root for a guy like that, right? So you know, it's 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 interesting stuff. And if you're going crazy with the betting, um, and you don't want to bet favorites, I mean, I'm trying to stay away from chalk for you on these things. Um, the longest home run is something you can bet. And um, I think Otani is going to hit one into the upper deck in right field. Um, Alonzo at plus 450 is not horrible value, but you get Otani plus 400. Um, the over-under, they have an over-under on distance. Distance of the longest home run. It's 510 and a half feet. Isn't that crazy? Right? Um, so is, is, this a, is this in Colorado? It's in Colorado. And the, uh, the rumor mill is... If you remember when Colorado, when they first did the stuff, they had the humidor there for the balls. Well, the rumor mill is the home run balls are going to get the humidor treatment, and it's already hot and sunny, and it's not going to be dark. Um, so I'm telling you, that 510.5 feet home run, that's probably going to get broken by more than one person. I bet you Otani breaks it. Gallo might break it. You might get one from Alonzo out there. Um, you know, if you want to bet on the finals, I think you you, you could see a Gallo Otani, which is pretty funny because I say go away from chalk, and that's the one and two seeds. Um, and I think if you get the finals right, finals outcome Gallo over Otani, you can get plus a thousand. It's pretty nice. Um, you know, but I, I just think it's funny because it's in Colorado, like that. You could really see some fireworks, right? You know, on the home run contest, and you got Otani who is, um, you know, who is doing his thing this year. Um, and can I stick with Otani, right? I want to do like a recap, but I, 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 I don't want to give like a, every team. If you guys listen to our, um, you know, our MLB preview, just real quick, our MLB preview in there, if you go back and listen, I said that the Yankees were going to disappoint. And I said that the Giants were going to be great. Nobody in the world picked the Giants to be where they are right now, basically atop the, the division out there, you know, playing just as well, if not better than the Padres and the Dodgers are. Coming into the season, when I made that play and said, keep your eye on the Giants out in the NL West, I, I, I look at baseball prospectus. Um, they had a 3.3% chance of the Giants making the playoffs. Sportsline had an 8.7% chance of the Giants making the playoffs. That's up to now. Sportsline, 97.4% chance of them making the playoffs. So, you know, they've definitely overperformed. At, you know, their their pitchers are are... are are doing great. I mean, Gaussman's been an ace since he came over there. They're getting, you know, I think Posey just went on the DL for a little while, but, you know, he'll probably be back right after the break. Brandon Crawford, you know, Brandon Belt, Evan Longoria before his injury and Belt injury. I mean, basically they were squeezing as much as they can out of there. Why I'm a little nervous is you're starting to see the age creep in now as we get to the second half of the season. They are, they are the oldest group of position players in the majors. And now you're starting to see some of those injuries creep in and now make it tougher for them to, to keep it up. Um, Is that the, the, the Giants or the A's? That's the Giants. 
the Giants. Would you take so, Would you take a swing uh, at sixteen hundred uh, plus sixteen hundred odds, sixteen to one odds for them to win the World Series? Definitely, definitely. They're playing as a team. I mean, you've seen teams do um, you know crazier things. The only thing they got working against them is the Giants winning the even years. Giants won the World Series. Even remember they did like 20, 2010, 2012. Like you know, they just every other year they were great. And every other year they were but twenty twenty was canceled. So this is uh, this <laughs> so is maybe kind this of is, a... yeah. I mean, like Euro twenty twenty champs, right? Or weren't were crowned until twenty twenty one, right? So Cage, I'll tell you the best bet I've ever had in my life was mm-hmm. uh, I took a futures play on baseball. And futures plays in baseball are really fun because if you hit, you hit, and you get amazing odds. I picked the Giants to make the World Series, and I picked the Royals to make the World Series. And I got both at 13, 14 to 1. What was that in uh, 20? Was it 2015, 2014? And you hit it? Nothing? Nothing? You're not going to congratulate me? No, congratulations. I I mean, the the baseball bets, you get good odds because just anything can happen. Um, But look at you. Picking both both winners? It's amazing. Very difficult. Very difficult to do. Cage struggles to compliment me. I mean, so here's the thing, guys. Out there on Local Nation, don't think ill of me. I know that my my partner in crime over here has a weakness for gambling, and I don't want to go down the road of complimenting his plays because we'll hang up and then I'll get a call later tonight and it'll be like, hey, I just put a thousand dollars on Joey Gallo in the in the home run derby. I don't want you sliding back into that, man. You know, you're doing good. I, I just I just sold the shirt on the back of my on, on my back. <laughs> and I'm sleeping in the middle of Tulum. Come help me. Come yeah, save me. That's right. I don't have I don't have eighty pesos to bribe the local authorities to get me out of this bicycle ticket. Exactly. So I, I get it. Um, you know, all right. So, so, so there's my, you know, my look back, the Yankees, I said, we're going to underachieve and they most definitely have. And it's weird because their pitching has not been horrible. Right. But basically, you know, they've, they've played it like an 83, 84 game, you know, a win pace the whole time. That's not going to, that's not going to do it. I mean, they really would have to go on a tear now just to go win 90 games, which is, you know, what you probably need to, you know, sniff the playoffs, get in the wild card and that kind of stuff, because we don't have the expanded, um, you know, playoff garbage that we had last year. Um, we may have that wild cards. Interesting. You know, this year we have, um, you know, labor disputes, all that, you know, fun stuff. We, we got to talk about that at some point in time. The labor agreement is up in December, and where the sides are farther away than they have been since the '94 strike. You know, and baseball is already kind of ruining itself. You definitely don't need that. Um, if I were talking about a team to look forward to, um, you know, while they are, you know, still behind a little bit, I talked about George Springer coming back healthy. The Blue Jays, man, the Blue Jays look good. Um, you know, their their bullpen's a little bit weak. Um, they don't really exactly have a you know like a real ace pitcher, but um, you know if I were looking for teams to you know to ride with as a better or you know um, cards them and the Dodgers only because the Dodgers kind of like kind of like yawned their way through the first half of the season and you expect them to you know to you know to really pick it up and and move forward. If I were picking on somebody to fade, like somebody to like bet against who was doing well in the first half, besides the, you know, the potential for an injury with the giants, Cleveland, I mean, Cleveland had an amazing first half. Um, and it's on the back of nothing. I mean, Jose Ramirez and, and Fernando Reyes, um, you know, other than those two guys, the, li- the lineup is real weak. Um, and the pitching hasn't exactly been great. Um, you know, Bieber got hurt. Savali is hurt. Plezak's hurt. I mean, if, if everybody's hurt, 
you know, who's going to win the games for you. So it's, it's a little bit, uh, a little bit difficult. Um, so if you go back, we, we were kind of on, you know, on point with our, with our predictions. So I, I decided for our MLB play here today, um, I wanted to give you like bold predictions. You know what I mean? Like ones like, yeah, maybe they come true. Maybe they don't come true. Who the heck knows? Um, so how about a couple of them? You ready? Number one, the Mets. Edwin Diaz, if you're a fantasy player, Edwin Diaz is going to finish as the save leader, the save leader in, in, in the majors. I think he's going to go on a tear in the second half, right? Um, I think he's in ninth place right now with 18 saves, but I think he's going to be, I think he's, you know, he was horrible last year. He, you know, he came over in that Cano trade and people were like, oh my God, that's okay. We don't really want Robbie Cano, but Edwin Diaz the year before when he played for Seattle, he, he had like 50 saves. So people are like, all right, it's worth it. You know, we don't really have to pay Diaz. He's great. We get a top line closure. And he came over and he couldn't he couldn't close. Um and his ERA is like, you know, it's like two four right now. Um, you know, and his strikeout percentage, um, it's like thirty three percent, which is you know, bad for his career. You know, I, I think basically what we're seeing is even though he has these eighteen saves and he's in the top ten, he hasn't really been his best. Um, and I think you're going to see um you know, I think you're going to see him turn around. Um, and the Mets, their offense, you know, it's like they build this team on purpose. They never blow anyone out, right? So this is more of a play on he's good, but also the Mets don't they don't score a lot more runs than the other team. You see it every time the Grom goes out there. So I think they're going to have a lot of close games, a lot of close wins. Um, let's see other predictions. I'll do a couple of these bold predictions. So so the Grom is amazing he has been great you know a little nagging injury here and i'm sure he'll be fine to start the season off you know after the all-star break um but lost in the grom's greatness is one of his old pitching contemporary teammates is having a great season with his new-ish team uh zach wheeler not noah Syndergaard, not matt harvey the dark knight you're in your backyard in philly there zach wheeler i think he's you know i mean look what DeGrom's doing is, is fantastic. I think Zach Wheeler could give DeGrom a run for that NL Cy Young. Um, you look at his numbers, 2.26 ERA with a .97 whip. Um, you know, the batting average against on balls and play is, is, is the batting average of ball and plays is, is like 280 something. So he's, you know, it's justified. He hasn't been getting lucky and he, his, his, his strikeout to, to walk ratio is over 25%. His velocity's up. He's got two good breaking pitches, um, and he's pitched real well, and I don't see a reason why that should 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 stop. Um, you know, if you're looking for another pitcher, Carlos Carrasco looks pretty good as well. Um, if he's healthy, um, you know, also K through nine. So I mean, you, you're looking at this. I definitely researched the the Mets, and they'd love to have Zach Wheeler back. Um, Minnesota Twins, if you're a fantasy player, Buxton comes back and is healthy. And from August on, I think you're going to see the Twins have three of the top, let's call it thirty. Uh, fantasy outfielders from you know from post All Star break to the end of the season when they're all playing between uh, Alex Kirilov and Max uh, Kepler and Byron Buxton, um, they if they stay healthy, those are guys you can definitely look at for for fantasy. But here's the biggest prediction of all. You ready for this? All right, and you started off with this. I might as well end my my MLB kind of like bold prediction, right? Angels win the World Series. Mike Trout finally gets his World Series ring. Now I just missed the playoffs. I have to start. It is in the Angels. It is definitely the Angels. I have to start off by saying that I don't want this prediction to come true. 
So it's always fun when you make those predictions that you don't want to come true. It's not a prediction I'm rooting for. It's just a prediction that I think is going to happen. So, so that's a tough one to make, right? Because basically what I'm saying is that all the research, all the evidence that I found points to this prediction happening, even though my heart doesn't want it to, because as a fan of the game, I don't want it to happen. But you ready? Love the entertainment he's bringing. Love how amazing it is. Can't wait to root for him tonight. Don't care how much English he speaks. But Shohei Otani will hit no more than 15 home runs following the All-Star break. Okay. And how many is, does he have now? There is my – there's he's at 33 home runs now. So no more than, 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 than 15. Um, obviously so – His performance will be cut in half for the second half of the season. So basically. a couple things. One, right – He's going to give away a couple of the bats so that he can gain some extra rest. He's still pitching. He's still trying to do the two-way thing, right? He's probably not going to be, you know, chasing, you know, 70 home runs for Barry Bonds. It's an amazing season what he's doing. But really what this comes down to is just history, right? Since 2000, there have been 15 players, 15 players who had at least 30 home runs prior to the All-Star break. That's not me, is it? Oh, okay. Um, so 15 players who hit at least 30 home runs prior to the All-Star break. Eight times, eight times that player has failed to eclipse 15 home runs in the second half. So again, 15 times people have had 30 or more home runs. The majority of the time, those people do not hit more than 15 home runs. And the average of all 30, the average of all 15 of them, 15.8 home runs after the break. That's the average of those sluggers who have done it. So my bet, no more than 15 home runs in the second half. It's sad, but remember, we talk about cards here. So what's the uh, – what's the if you, if you buy into what I'm telling you and you believe in what has historically happened, you said this the other day when we talked about Otani's cards. Is it now a time to sell? Well, history would tell you that if Otani follows the path that the majority of sluggers who have hit 30 or more home runs at the, at the All-Star break takes, he's going to disappoint. If you're expecting him to hit another 30 and have 60 home runs and also have a decent arm and pitch and, and have good pitching numbers, I think you're probably going to be disappointed. And we've seen the way momentum in our hobby works. Um, you know, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Conor McGregor did not win in the first round the other night, guys. He definitely did not. Um, but is that your prediction? Yeah, yeah. I did a cardboard relevant with Cage. I said he's going to come out crazy because he's, you know, he's got to set up his boxing matches. He's got to win a title next time out. You know, that first round was crazy. Um, he was getting he was getting worked over by by Dustin. But I mean, look, he even had a submission attempt. I would never have predicted yep. that. I, I mean, the odds of him of Connor winning in the first round by submission were probably astronomical. Um, but you know, and it ended in a crazy you know stoppage with him breaking his ankle. So you know, it happens. But but uh, I have been wrong. I don't think I'm going to be wrong here. And I think it's if he has the kind of second half that most people uh, have after this type of a first half, his cards are going to go down in value. So if you're holding them, I'm not saying dump them all. I'm not saying, you know, get out of them. But if you're holding a few, you might want to think about hedging against the disappointing second half, especially tonight. Is going to provide, and tomorrow is going to provide a nice, um, you know, main stage platform for him. He's going to be in the home run competition. If he happens to win that, um, you know, if he happens to play well in the All Star game, it might be a good time. You know, his cards might get that one final, you know, pump up, and it might be a good time to think about, you know, um, taking a little bit of. It's a, it's a great time to sell into strength. Yep. And also, let's say you have ten Otani cards, whatever they are, sell five. 
and and have five that you're you own and are in profit for. I think that's I think that's a nice mix. Yeah, man. I mean, I'd love to say the Yankees are going to turn it on and win 95 games, but I don't see them playing, you know, to win 95. I got to ask you something. Please go shoot. Everyone that's not named someone hates the Astros. Everyone. <laughs> but somehow they keep winning and winning and winning. So I don't hate the Astros. I think the Astros are a good team. Um, you know, what's good about them? You have to break this down. You have to tip. They lost their manager. They lost Garrett Cole. They lost Springer, and somehow they still keep winning. How? Well, not just that. I mean, Bregman's not really playing, and and Correa's not really playing. I mean, Altuve. You have to give the, the guy some credit. You know, you know, he plays like he's ten feet tall. You know what I mean? He he he. You know, former MVP. He comes up huge in huge spots. He just does, right? You know, and and any Yankee fan will tell you. He's not the person you want at the plate with the go-ahead, you know, run. It's just, he's just not um, because he finds a way to put the ball out of the park, you know, and he, he did it the other night against the Yankees. You know what I find funny about this? And you took it one way, I'll take it another. Aaron Judge, you know, I, I, I made that joke, you know, about the whole, like, you know, the my, my jersey, you know, oh, it's just cold in here. And he was giving a hard time. You know, you don't need to poke the bear, right? Go out there and win. You know, you don't need to, you know, poke the bear because he, he's now done that a couple of times and it always backfired. You know, he was walking behind, I think it was the Red Sox, you know, uh, locker room playing, you know, New York, New York with his, uh, you know, with the, the boom box. And, you know, I mean, just, you know, talk with your bat. You know what I mean? Like, you know, talk, do your talking out on the field and act like you've been there before. I mean, Aaron Judge has been on the Yankees now. I think he came up in 17, right? He's like fifth season playing ball, you know, 18, right. 19. You know, he hasn't won anything. He hasn't won He hasn't stayed on the field. Let's even talk about individual accomplishments, just stay on the field. Before you could go out there and talk trash, yep. you got to so, focus on your game, your performance. And if your performance is good, then go and talk trash. Yeah, so I mean, the Astros look. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do this year, but they seem to come up big in big spots, you know, where it matters. And it's a, it's an interesting thing. It just it really is. It's it is, um, you know, that comeback. You know, it'll, it'll tell you the Yankees. I mean, you have to be good to take four run leads into the ninth. But in the last month, they've lost twice on four run leads going into the ninth. They've lost twice, which I think has only happened three other times in the history of baseball. I mean, that's monumental collapse. And part of that is. The fact that Chapman, although he's an all-star, has just looked bad this last game. They didn't even bring Chapman in. Chapman didn't even get a chance. It was all of Chad Green. So, I mean, I don't know. This season, it's been a little crazy. It's been, it's been a little crazy. But it's been a little it's been a little nuts. I have no real hope that the Yankees do much in, in, in their division. Can they, can they squeeze out maybe a wild card? Maybe. I mean, they'd really have to go on a heck of a pace. All right. Well, I guess whatever wants to know. Let's go Cy Young in both divisions. Hmm. Who's going to win? So, DeGrom. I mean, so DeGrom is definitely going to win in the National League. American League, I don't know. There's a lot of injuries in the American League. I don't, I don't know who I would give it to in the American League. I, I, think, I think that remains to be seen, you know, with the, with the second half. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, don't, I, right. I don't even know, um, like, who the, who the favorite is right now. Hmm. Okay. Then let's, on, go, let's, let's go. Go ahead. Let's, go ahead. Let's let's take a look. Let's take a look what they're saying. It's bound, the odds have bounced all over the place. You know, I mean, they're just pretty crazy, right? Um, is Eric there Cole a world was, where 
Derek Cole was was the favorite for a little while. He helped himself in his last at bat. I mean, yeah, I mean, his last one maybe Cole. I mean, you know, maybe Garrett Cole. Uh, just who I, I don't know who else is in there. The other names they have are like like Rodon and Lance Lynn. I mean, I guess this is Cole's. See, what's funny about it is. I would never have thought that because I've watched Cole and all I see out of him is he's not the pitcher I thought we were getting for the hundreds of millions of dollars we've paid. He's not been the most dominant self. And every headline and every you know talking head in, in, in sports radio is like, wow, Garrett Cole is not who we thought he was going to be. And yet he appears to be the the odds-on favorite for uh, for American League Cy Young. So. I guess Cole. Oh. I guess you got to go with Cole. Vlad Guerrero, he's gonna—he's leading in just about every single category when it comes to hitting. Will he be the AL MVP? He's definitely in the running, and there's not that many. Um, there's not that many other people who look to be, you know, even close right now. It's it's him and and Otani, obviously. If you know, let's not forget what Otani's doing. Um, I think right now Otani's got to be the favorite, but it is legit just a a, a two two-person race right i mean it's you know i mean that has to be it i i would say um it was pretty even maybe a week or two ago vladdy's numbers have they've been fine but they've kind of tailed off a little bit and shohei's just continuing to hit home runs right you know he's he he's the first in in baseball to reach 30 home runs he's staying healthy i don't know that he can do this for 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 many seasons but if he does what he's doing now for the, for a whole season, he's your he's your walk away, you know, AL MVP. I mean, it's basically a two two horse race. I don't even think anybody else is even in like gonna get any kind of votes. I mean, well, maybe Xander Xander Bogarts. I mean, JD Martinez. I mean, they're probably all like plus four thousand. You know, they're probably just crazy odds. Um, at least you got a couple people in the NL. Um, you know, the sad part is is that. I think Ronald Acuna might have been the the favorite on that, right. and and clearly he is not now, which opens it up for um, Tatis and maybe even Degrom. You know he's kind of got you know a little injury here and stuff like that. But what what Degrom was doing, um, you could you could make an argument that Degrom should win the MVP there. So those are you know Degrom Tatis. Those are those are those are the ones that I would say right now for uh, for NL MVP. And don't look now behind those, you know, who's gonna, who I think comes in third because now Acuna is not going to because of his injury behind DeGrom and Tatis. My boy, Jesse Winker. I talked about <laughs> him. Give him as a play. Jesse Winker. Don't don't sleep on my man, Jesse Winker, guys. Let's what talk else? real quick standings. So three teams in the NL West could get in. We have the Giants who are leading the division and two wild cards, yep. Dodgers, Padres. Yes, I you expect, see that. I expect you see those that. three. Those three. One will win the division, and the other two will be the wild card. If it ended right now, funny that as good as they are, maybe the two best teams in baseball would have an elimination game, wild card game. Which this might be the end of that. By the way, with the new bargaining agreement, they may get rid of that, um, and um, you may not have that. They may have an expanded playoffs without that. You know, one game. You know you're in. That's real close. It's real bunched up at the top. Um, I think the Giants are only one win ahead of the Dodgers. 
Yep. I think they're like two games total because it's one in the win and three in the loss column. So, you know, that could that could flip flop pretty quickly. But I mean, it's amazing what the Giants have done to this point. But yeah, those three teams will make the playoffs just because if, if you look at it, um, you know, this the Reds are decent. The 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 NL East is only going to have one team. We've been talking about that since the beginning. That 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 that's like the five hundred division, right? There'll be there's only one team, the Mets, that are over five hundred. You know, the Phillies are at five hundred. The Braves are now a game below. Everybody is below five hundred. Um, same thing in the NL Central. It's the Brewers and the Reds. The Reds don't have what it takes to catch the Dodgers or the Padres or even the Giants. Yep. Um, and you know, the wild card is just you're gonna get those three teams out from the NL West. That's just a, you know, maybe a little less exciting than people, uh, people were hoping, but you know, I think that's what, that's what you're looking at. The A's and the Rays right now, you got the Red Sox and the Rays, you know, the AL East Red Sox and the Rays, man. I mean, you got to give the Rays credit. I, I, I talked about them in, in the MLB preview. Like it doesn't matter who they have, but you know, you can't really name all of their players. They, you know, they trade away their arms, they trade away their big guys. It just doesn't make a difference. Their farm system just keeps seems to keep replenishing and keep putting new players in there. And every year they're at the top of the division, they're making the playoffs, you know, they they're they're good. I said the Giants and the Red Sox were my two surprise teams, my two teams that are supposed to be bad and overperform. And the you know, the two best teams right now, basically. I mean, they're they're they both look great. Um you know the Indians right now are playing slightly above 500. I think they continue to fade. Um, and really, what you're looking at here is, you know, the Athletics and the Rays as your wild cards. I don't know if the Blue Jays or the Yankees have what it takes to catch either of those teams. I mean, they're pretty far back now. You're talking about like, you know, being six and a half back of of the the second wild card already. The Yankees are still plenty of games left to be played. But I mean, the teams they've kind of separated themselves already, and um, you know, from what we've seen so far out of out of the Yankees, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect them to even make the playoffs. Which I mean, maybe that's the end of Aaron Boone. We'll see what happens at the trade deadline. If the Yankees, you know, if they if they if they go on a little bit of a skid here, they could be sellers at the trade deadline, which never happens. I mean, they probably never admit that. But if they lose, you know, if they they were five and five in the last ten. If they go like three and seven now. You know, two and eight. If they have like a skid coming out of the All Star break, they could. I mean, you could you could hear trade talk of you know Aroldis Chapman. You can hear yeah, trade talk of you know of of some of their younger guys. Who knows? It could be very interesting. What else you got? Give me two guys from the AL, two guys from the NL, whose cards that you're looking at that you think are undervalued. Whew. Okay, so if I, I I have my 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 deal here is I'm trying to go with like you know all times I'm trying to go with like goats I'm trying to go with guys who could be the best out there, um, and just are not getting the 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 play right. So AL Trout he's injured. Anytime he's injured, I try to buy his cards if you can get any kind of discount. In the NL, I like uh, Mookie Betts just because he's not being talked about in the MVP. He's having, you know, for Mookie Betts, for any regular human, he's having a decent year. Uh, but for Mookie Betts, he's not. That Dodgers team is so close to being, you know, the best in the West again. Uh, you know, they, you know they're, they're, they're not that far behind the Giants. Um, you know, they're still winning games at a great clip. Bellinger is not performing, you know, um, but they're going to turn it around. They're going to win. They're going to play meaningful games, and people will be looking at Mookie Betts again 
potentially winning and adding to that, you know, that trophy case. And right now people aren't talking about him. They're talking about everybody else besides him. Um, he's somebody to buy. So that's, that's right off the bat. Trout bets who I consider the top two players in the game. And right now both can be bought at discounts for various reasons. Um, younger side, no one's talking about Juan Soto. And if you can get a discounted Juan Soto, go for it. Same thing with Acuna. Uh, Soto, just because he's not putting up the numbers that some of these other young guys are right now and Acuna because of injury. Um, those are four, four names that I'd be looking at from a card perspective, the right card. I wouldn't be jumping on, you know, a high pop base, you know, not numbered for any of them. Um, but those are four, four different ways of playing Two two older guys, you know, who've already cemented their legacy and two younger guys who, um, you know, all four of them, I think you buy at a discount. Fun stuff. It's a great episode. It's boring because it's baseball, but other than that, I think it's jam packed and, and valuable. <laughs> well, it's a lot just of kidding. I'm a huge baseball guy, guys. Don't 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 give me that. I love baseball. This is the best time of the year. Are you uh, are you going to try speed of baseball? You're going to try to get in on that Mickey Mantle now that it's uh, the uncollectible. You know, now you need to buy some fractional share uh, Mickey Mantle now that it's 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 trading at significantly less than what it sold for this past weekend. It's getting steamed, Cage. It's yeah, up, what's uh, 30 percent today? Well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you know, you'd expect it to go up because. You know, clearly it was trading at a significant discount to what the most recent comp was. This is what happens. One comp can really can really change, especially when a, a card like that, you know, where, you know, we're talking about a PSA 8 Mickey Mantle in 1952. So mm-hmm. um, that's another show. Luca Nation will be back tomorrow with your regularly scheduled programming. There's a ton to talk about. We're going to have plays for you. PSA just announced they're going to be doing on-site grading. 250 bucks for any card under 5,000, 600 bucks for any card under 10,000. We'll give you your thoughts on that. We had an awesome weekend of shows. We had Spud Web on Saturday. We had Coffee with Cage yesterday. One of the yeah. best Coffee with Cages from what people said. Yeah, thank that you, was thank you, thank you. Of an episode. Go back and listen to that one if you haven't listened to that one. Go back and listen to that one. That was pretty cool. Any final words before we wrap? No. No, enjoy enjoy the festivities tonight. It has the potential to be a really cool, um, you know, a really cool um, home run derby. The All Star Game is tomorrow. Uh, if you're a card person and you like baseball, like me, I'm going to be watching. Not specific play. I'm going to be watching what baseball does. I'm going to be watching the videos. I'm watching the highlights. I'm going to watching how they hype people up for this stuff. I'm going to watching, you know, what baseball does to try to sell their brand and and move us forward. Because if you're investing in baseball cards, you're investing in baseball. You're investing in the MLB. Let's see what they do. It's such a baseball play to have an All-Star game on a Tuesday. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. All right, guys. We love you. Thanks for listening. This episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze was brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. Take it from someone who has personally submitted thousands of cards for grading. HGA slabs just hit different. They're top of the line and color-coordinated to match the card itself. The aesthetics are unrivaled in the industry. When paired with the ease of submission and the transparency of the pricing model, HGA stands alone as the best choice for grading your cards. I believe that once you try them out, you will agree. Thanks for listening, Luca Nation. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Luca's Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, Do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. 
And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.